welcome to episode number 25 of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ. This is where we take a few minutes to think about our identity as Christians and especially what that means for how we go about living our lives in the world today. I am Brian Dill, and with me as always is the amiable Jackson Wells. Hello, hello. I don't know what that one means. <laughs> Another one that you don't know what it means. It's amiable. just friendly. Friendly. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Camp is almost here, Jackson. Are you getting nervous about all the things that have not been done? <laughs> you know, not really. Uh, oh, okay, I, good. I know there are some deadlines, but uh, can, I, can I share a camp story with you real quick? Uh, okay, sure, yeah. So... Uh, as of the recording of this episode, I was at a camp last night. I played a game, and I was about to leave. And on my way out the door, I was saying bye to everybody. And I had turned around to walk out the door. And my freshman health science teacher had some uh, silly string, and she was going to attack me with it as a joke. I turned around as soon as she sprayed it. And it hit me directly in the eyeball. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. And I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I thought it was oh, like bug spray or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It about right gave me eye. a heart attack. And then when I found out that it was silly string, I still wasn't like perfectly like at ease. But no, because that's got it, chemicals in it. it. It does a little bit, a little bit. I'm fine. I watched oh, Well, it good. <laughs> but I don't know that many people can say they've been attacked by their freshman health science teacher at church camp and I just I just needed to share that with somebody <laughs> wow <laughs> she felt really bad <laughs> and we, we laughed it off yeah, yeah yeah well I love goodness camp. gracious <laughs> yes yes camp's coming up for everybody and we're looking forward to that let's get started with this episode for our lighter portion of this episode we decided it was time for some random facts again. Yes. And so I'm going to share some with Jackson. Here we go. Number one, did you know that ketchup was once sold as medicine? No. <laughs> what, what was it for? It was actually, it was in the 1830s. Okay. And it was believed to be a remedy for all different kinds of things. Okay. All kinds of random stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody like, somebody what? made it and they were like, This tastes pretty good. I'ma sell it. I'm gonna sell it. Convince people that they need it. I would you have don't just like, no, you don't like ketchup. I hate ketchup. I would have just died. <laughs> I was gonna say you would, you would have had an actual illness and they would be like, eat some ketchup and you would have been like, I'm not doing nope. it. I'll die of dysentery or whatever. <laughs> not that like. ketchup would actually help. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> All right. Number two. Did you know that popsicles? were accidentally created by a kid. That that doesn't surprise me. Because <laughs> how many times when you were a kid did you want to put something in a freezer to see what it would do? Okay, well, yeah. Now, based on my information, this may predate... Refrigeration? F- ref- like, yeah, yeah. Because it was 1905... It had to have been a rich kid. Or it was, was it in the wintertime? It, it was. Oh, okay. And it was okay. It was just left out outside. Gotcha. gotcha. And so, so this kid, uh, Frank Epperson, uh, he was 11 years old. He left his water and soda powder mm. outside with the stirring stick still in it. And so 
when he got it out and it was just this frozen stuff on the stick, the Epsicle, the Epsicle. <laughs> was born because <laughs> he named it after name. himself. <laughs> the Epsicle. <laughs> and it was quickly changed to the Popsicle, popsicle. which is... Pop. It's soda pop. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I found out that if you put Dr. Pepper in a freezer and leave it for a couple of days, it'll explode. Um, oh, like in a can? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I did that. I, I was mowing at somebody's house. That oh, nobody no. lived at the house, but it was somebody who just needed their yard mode. And the person who was like showing me around was like, if you get thirsty, I'm going to put some Dr. Pepper's in the freezer. That way, when you get done, you can come in here and it's grab it. It's ready one. to go. Right. I right. completely forgot. Oh, there no. were Dr. Pepper's. I oh, came no. in and like a, a few weeks later, <laughs> and I, I remember laughing so hard when I opened the freezer <laughs> and I just saw like... Like icicles Frozen of Dr. Dr. Pepper <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, hilarious. yeah. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Okay, number three, random piece of information. Did you know that tug of war was once an Olympic sport? I did not know that, but that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. But not for very long, from 1900 to 1920. <laughs> I'm so surprised it was like that long. Five Olympics. <laughs> Man, imagine like getting into the Olympics, and that's that's the sport you. Are competing <laughs> right, in. like yes, I am a tug of war gold medalist. <laughs> oh, whoopity do! Yeah. Oh man, you, you, we don't we don't talk about those those great athletes. You yeah, know? yeah, they don't get the respect they deserve. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, okay, so you, you know you go to Cracker Barrel. Yes, and they've got all that random stuff on the wall. Yes. And sometimes they'll have these random old photos of people, mm-hmm. and they're kind of creepy. Yes, yes. You know why they're creepy? Because like, like what about it creeps you out? I mean, they're, they're not they're not smiling. They're not smiling. Yeah. They're never smiling. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they are never smiling in those old photographs? Be- my this is my guess. Okay. I think I think I might know the answer to this one. The exposure had to last a certain amount of time or something like that. And it's easier to keep a straight face than it is a smile. And that so, would make sense. So, yeah. But that's not why. Okay, okay. A big smile was considered childish. Oh. <laughs> I like my answer better. <laughs> and, and so... Instead of saying cheese, we say cheese yeah. for a photograph because it makes you smile. Yeah. smile. Yeah. You want a big smile in the picture. You know what they were actually encouraged to say? Bum. bum <laughs> mm, no. Prunes. What? Prunes. <laughs> because Prunes. it keeps a taut uh, mouth. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I'm glad we smile now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, who wants to say prunes yeah. every time they're spe- having spe- their picture well, taken? Speaking of Cracker Barrel, I had a couple friends one time <laughs> infiltrate a Cracker Barrel with infiltrate. a... With a... Uh, they, they, they got a table. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, they had a photograph of themselves, like American Gothic. They had Photoshopped their faces on... And then they hung it up at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Just to see how long it would stay there yeah, without was, being noticed? I think it was at like six or seven months. Oh, um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so as we get into more of the, the meat of the week, today we are asking the question, am I a doer? <laughs> now, 
not exactly a, a word we use a lot, <laughs> but I think to help our listeners, we really need to take a moment and read the passage that this idea comes from. Now, it's in the book of James, mm-hmm. and so first I wanted to ask Jackson, what what kinds of things come to mind for you when you think of the book of James? What do you think it's about? The 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 key word that comes to my mind when I think of James is wisdom. Okay. I, I think, for those of you who don't know, James was Jesus's half-brother, I guess you would, you would say. Right. And so getting to... <laughs> grow up with, theoretically, the wisest human who ever walked the earth. I wouldn't say theoretically, with the wisest human who ever <laughs> walked the earth. Right. Some of that's going to rub off on you. And so it's, okay. it's cool to think that James, who had a lot of exposure with Jesus, was able to collect some of that wisdom and and write it down for us. Sure, I've heard sure. it called the, the Proverbs of the New Testament. Yeah, I would agree with that. And that's just another great text full of wisdom. And whenever I, whenever I, I love reading James because there's something in it that he pinpoints every single time that I'm like, okay, I am struggling with that. Here is how I deal with it. And I, I, I love the book of James. And, okay, so something you said there that I think is really important is – it's not just pointing out flaws, something that you're struggling with, but the book of James really does a great job of giving practical solutions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here are practical steps that you need to be taking in your life. It's very applicable. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's why uh, there's so many Bible classes centered around the book of James, yeah. uh, sermons centered well, on and, things in James, and, and podcasts about James. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, also with it being in the New Testament, we, we we call ourselves New Testament Christians. It's one of those things where it's like, this is this is the, the stuff that is directly going to impact us in our individual ministries. So it, it's, right. a, it's a great book. Right. So so let's let's read uh, James chapter 1, starting with verse 22, if you have a Bible and you want to follow along with us. Be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. I think there are, are, are a few ways that, that we can go about addressing these verses, but since since James begins where he does, I, th- I think we will too. Jackson, what do you think, based on what these verses tell us, what do you think it means to be a doer of the Word? It is A, a doer is... Someone who practices intently the ways of Christianity which they have been taught. Okay, say that again. Uh, I want to hear that. Again. Someone who practices intently the ways of Christianity that they have been taught or that okay. they have learned. Yeah, I like that. So I, I can I can tell you how to play football. You can have a perfect understanding of football, but that doesn't make you a football player. Right. Okay. A football okay. player is somebody who takes in the information, and then goes and plays on the football field and and get gets 
they get paid for it, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, the pros do anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with the with the the Christian spin, um, I can tell you, or or you can learn what it means to be a Christian, and you can take all that information in, and you you have the choice to either live your life in that manner, or just take it in and let it be there, <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and not do anything with it. And so you have to practice in the sense of of doing i think practice and doing sometimes are synonymous in that sure sense. oh yeah yeah uh, and i think that one of the easiest things in the world is to hear good advice mm-hmm. he, to hear wisdom yeah. like you were saying yeah. you know james is is a book full of wisdom hearing wisdom is really easy yeah it is, and it's very easy to hear. <laughs> understanding it can be pretty easy yeah uh you might even be inspired by it, mm-hmm. right? But none of that is the same as actually using what you've been given. Yeah, taking what what wisdom you have been given and putting it into action. It's like a, it's 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 almost its own teaching tool in and of itself. I can tell you how to do something, but until you go do it and and see how it works in the field, <laughs> absolutely, it's not gonna it's not gonna make any sense, or it's not gonna have an impact. On yeah. you. You're not going to see the actual value of it. So putting wisdom into practice, it certainly, certainly helps. So I, I like your analogy of uh, the the football player, you know, someone being told how to play football. You know, I heard another one that, that I wrote down that I thought was really interesting. Um, it's that you might, you might know a good recipe for chicken, mm-hmm. but... If you don't ever put that recipe to use, it doesn't do you or your family or anyone else right. any good. Right. It's just there. It's just yeah. knowing something. But when you take that knowledge and it's followed up by action and you actually put that recipe to use, mm-hmm. it's a blessing it can be a blessing to to all kinds of people, yeah. especially if it's good chicken. I was right? just saying, <laughs> you're making me crave some chicken casserole I know. right now. <laughs> yeah, but but the reason that this was the analogy that was given in in what I was reading is that the sa- you can think of the word of God in the same way. In that knowing the word of God doesn't do us any good. Just knowing it, right? doesn't do us any good, doesn't do our family any good, our friends any good, our, our neighbors any good. But if we start putting it into action, it doesn't just benefit us. It doesn't just feed us spiritually, but it should have an impact on the people around us. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's huge. I, and, I love that. And I think that, that that's also the difference between knowing that we're supposed to share the Word of God, you know, as an example, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, (laughs) And one of the things that that James does is he really challenges us in these verses because he goes as far as saying that a person who only hears God's Word and doesn't apply it, doesn't put it to use, is like a person who sees himself in the mirror, walks away, and can't remember what it looks like. Now, that sounds like a really ridiculous analogy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. does. (laughs) I mean, who in the world... Looks in a mirror, turns around, walks away, and then forgets what they look like. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Now, some say that that's intentional, that the absurdness of 
this idea is what James is aiming mm-hmm. at, that it's it's just so absurd that that's what it's like to just hear the Word of God and not do anything with it. But I, I feel like there's there's a little bit more to it than that, especially when we start thinking about how mirrors are used. And, and this is true uh, today, and this is the way mirrors have always been used. A part of the way that they are used is to recognize faults mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. a sense that, okay, I'm looking in the mirror. Oh, I see I've got something in between my teeth. You, yeah. know, I, you know, I ate some of that uh, chicken with the pepper <laughs> on it, <laughs> and so I've got some pepper there on my tooth, and I don't want to be walking around all day and smiling at people when they see this black thing yeah. on my tooth, right? And, and the idea is that you use a mirror to correct those kinds of things, to uh, to fix things. Mm-hmm. Well, a person who looks in a mirror and turns around and walks away and forgets what they look like is someone who doesn't fix anything. Right. Because they forget that that piece of pepper is there between their teeth. Yeah, they're, oh, that's normal. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they just they just see it, and then they walk away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what James is getting at, is when, when we use the Word of God properly, it's there to help us do better, to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. So we look into the Word of God, we look at it intently, mm-hmm. and we recognize what needs to be fixed, and we do it. Yeah. We don't just turn around and walk away and say, well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think when, the, when we value the, the Word of God as, as we should, because it's, it's this awesome piece of wisdom, we, we, we should want to apply it. We should want it to be a part of our lives. Right. So much of what uh, this series of podcasts has been about is self-improvement, which is like that concept of looking in the mirror. Right. And we need to be able to look into the Word of God and see, okay, what, what part of my life needs improvement and and what can I get from here that's going to help my life improve? Absolutely. When we, when we do that critically and we, we recognize what our faults are, we can improve our generosity. We can become better at forgiving. We can become more like Barnabas. We can become more patient, more loving, like all of the fruits of the Spirit. We can, we can seriously change the way we look, and that is something that a Christian has as a quality. We look different than the rest of the world. That's right. So use the Bible to, <laughs> use the Bible to help touch up your makeup. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So the question then becomes, am I a doer or am I just a hearer of the Word of God? And I I think what we want to do this week especially is to challenge all of you listeners out there to find a way to be a doer this week. Absolutely. yeah. Find, Find one way to turn your faith into action. This week, don't sit idly by. Hear God's word, be encouraged by it, and go do something to further His kingdom. The last thing that I'll say is that sometimes it's hard to start doing because it takes a little bit of work. But right. whenever you are willing to take that first step, it turns out that it's not as daunting, oftentimes, as you think it is. It becomes easier to do, and you want to do it more. And the impact that you can have starts with one step. So go ahead and take that step. Be a doer. 
Last, last thing. There's a passage <laughs> in Colossians 3, 23. When you have become a doer, this is how you should do it. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Whenever we are serving God, whatever it is we're doing, do it as if he's watching you, <laughs> because he is. <laughs> right, um, right. But you you can be very effective as a Christian if you have a mindset and, and a willingness to to just start doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, we uh, appreciate all of you who are listening to this episode this week, and we thank you for taking the time to do so, and we really hope that it has been something that is helping you. We hope that uh, you are going to become more of a doer of the Word of God because of the encouragement that you've received today. We hope to be a blessing every week and we especially hope that we are helping you grow in your identity as a follower of Jesus. Have a blessed day.